Okay. So welcome everyone. We're having uh, our Profit Max Entrepreneurs uh, Night. We call it a bridging night. So this is the online meeting we have every month, once a month. And every time we do it, we have a guest speaker, usually from within our membership. And tonight we're going to talk about uh, IT. So this gentleman, whom I'm going to introduce in a little while, uh, has been in the IT industry, I think, for many years. He was actually one of my early clients. This is probably going back 15 years or more ago. And uh, well, since then, he has grown leaps and bounds. He's also gone to overseas countries. So he's also gone to Manila and Singapore and so on. So he's expanded. And uh, we're very pleased to hear from him tonight. So um, I call tonight's topic the seven secrets of scaling up your business because that's what he's done. He scaled up his business. And let's find out some secrets from him. But not, not, not any theoretical, not just the theoretical part, but actually what he has done and implemented, no? So let's welcome Lipsin. Hi, Lipsin. Hey, hi. Hi, Peter. And hi, everyone. Thanks for having me to share some of my experience. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe to start, huh, Lipsin, mm. maybe you could tell us a bit about your background, fill in the gaps that I missed out. How oh, did you get okay. started in the IT? Well, maybe even before that, what were you doing before you started your business? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm um, I'm 55 years old. I, I went to school in Singapore. I was an electrical engineer by training from NUS. Mm. Um, I started my career in uh, HP in 1992 and then uh, moved on to Motorola. And then, uh, then my last corporate job was with uh, LHS. Uh, and I and I left uh, the corporate world in just before the turn of millennium. So I I joined this later company SRKK in about year two thousand, which I founded in nineteen ninety seven together with a friend of mine. So we formed the company in nineteen ninety seven, but I was still working with Motorola at that time. And and mm. then I joined I joined uh, the company after you know about I think two or three years after that. Yeah, because uh, in my last job, I was uh, flying uh, a lot. Like, I think I was uh, living on my luggage uh, most of the time. And I, after sometimes, I realized that um, I may my my kids will call me uncle if I continue to do that. <laughs> so, so I decided to uh, quit that uh, that 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 uh, LHS job and uh, and 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 and. Uh, and uh, and join SRKK, yeah. So so that's how I begin. You know, uh, being an engineer uh, with a lot of technology background, uh, being exposed to how the MNC operate, uh, seeing a lot of uh, uh, IT or technology in actions. And uh, when we when I come back to Malaysia, I see that things are uh, quite uh, quite uh, uh, quite. A lot of uh, opportunity to to sort of uh, improve, and especially at that time, it was uh, the beginning era of this uh, multimedia super corridor. So I thought you know, that mm. was that could be a good time to take the plunge, and uh, so so I left my corporate world job at in 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 the turn of the century. Uh, I thought you know this is a good uh, millennium uh, kind of a uh, uh, new start for me. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, so that was the dot-com uh, year 2000 when everyone was talking about Y2K and all that, is it? Yeah, yeah. Just before Y2K, you know, we were very busy with Mot in Motorola, in LHS to help people to upgrade a lot of software. So, yeah, so I've uh, been through this kind of uh, 
yeah, mm. major uh, technologies uh, work. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So maybe Lipsin, you could give people a bit of an idea. First of all, uh, give people a bit of an idea what SSRKK was all about when in the early days. And then secondly, what were the early challenges that you faced? You know, what were some challenges you had to face and how did you overcome them? Okay. Um, well, SRKK, we have been around uh, since uh, 1997. So we started with just two people. Uh, so, well, it was, it started with a friend of mine, uh, my classmate in NTU uh, from Singapore. Uh, he's a Malaysian uh, at that time because of MSC, because of jarring and, uh, you know, so he, he came, he, he come and visit me. Uh, and he say, you know, if I'm interested to start up an IT company with him, and I say, okay, each of, each of us put in fifty thousand, and so so we did, uh, so we did, uh, and we try, we 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 find a name that is quite close to Jaring, so uh, so uh, so we use Rankayan rather than uh, Jaring. So SRKK stands for System Rankayan Computer Communication. I see. So so that's how we started uh, with the name SRKK and. Uh, so, uh, so I, uh, we started in Klang because that's that's where I come from, uh, uh, and uh, that's where you know, um, uh, the home thought, base. Yeah, something like that. So, so yeah, I started with two people in Klang, just selling PCs and IT peripherals uh, in, you know, near Klang towns. But actually, we we went quite far as into. Cyber Jaya, Putra Jaya, you know, to sell to some of this uh, construction site. Oh. At that time, Putra Jaya, Cyber Jaya was still under construction, so we were we were able to sell to some of this uh, uh, construction company in Cyber Jaya. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, um, yeah. When I joined, uh, we have about four or five people, I think. Yeah, I think I'm the fifth fifth guy, fifth employees. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so because I was in the, uh, I was in the world of the principal, you know, I used to manage uh, reseller or distributor. Uh, when I used to work for Motorola and LHS, um, my main role was uh, managing uh, distributor or partners or system integrators. So, so I understand how, you know, the relationship between uh, the, uh, you know what the principal one and you know how the distributor behave so uh, because of that you know when i joined srkk what i did is you know i tried to establish uh, more of this kind of a strategic uh, relationship with the distributor and then you know uh, trying to touch base with uh, people like H, uh, in hp and things like that so so forming this kind of a strategic partnership with uh, the technologies uh, uh, brand owner, I, I think is uh, is one of the key success uh, factor of uh, how uh, we sort of grow ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So obviously everybody knows that IT industry is very vital, and is one of the one of the sectors or industries that that was able to move forward <coughs> and grow despite mm. the pandemic. No. But I also understand that the IT industry is also very, very price competitive. Huh? Yeah. So how, how do you differentiate yourself in that kind of very price competitive situation market? Well, I think it's good to be price competitive uh, because then, uh, then that means uh, there are enough of uh, people uh, who, who is out there uh, 
uh, competing and then you have to make yourself better. So how we compete? Uh, um, I guess I don't really compete, but uh, I just focus on what I, I, I know how to do best. Uh, just, just, just be our own, and uh, just, just do what is necessary uh, to overcome, you know, the challenges. But I guess the main challenge uh, in the growing up is uh, there's a few things. At the beginning, when we first started, uh, it is uh, the challenge is customer acquisition. We, do, we, we, we would never have enough uh, customers. Mm. So the most, the most critical. Uh, scaling up challenge was, you know, uh, customer acquisition. Mm -hmm. And then when you have a bit of business already, then I think most of us, we realize that we, uh, we run out of cash. We don't have enough uh, money, you know, to either to pay supplier or to, uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, to grow, yeah, to pay even salary at times. So, yes. yeah. So that's the second major scaling up challenge. Yes. Uh, the third challenge, you know, once you you have in sort of uh, enough clients, you have uh, cash flow is uh, a bit stable. You realize that uh, you have a lot of people or uh, quite a few people already, and uh, the challenge is to retain them. Basically, mm. you know, being in the being in the um, uh, knowledge uh, business, um, yeah, you need uh, uh, with the only the only asset that we have is basically people. And, uh, and myself, I'm not a technical guy. I mean, I was an engineer, but I, I chose not to be technical uh, for, for a long time. So, so I, I don't involve in the technical part of the business. And I, I also pull myself out from doing sales as well. So employee retention become uh, the key challenge of uh, scaling mm. up, you know, because you see, I don't do sales, I don't do technical, what do I do? So I need <laughs> to make sure all the people can do, you know, sales and they, they can do business. So, so with employee retention become the, uh, the third uh, most uh, important scaling up challenge. Mm. Yeah. And, and then when, you know, these trees are sort of uh, uh, being able to balance in a, in a way, and then, you know, finding uh, the opportunity to continue to grow, uh, so that the, the employees that stay with you do have a growth path as well mm. become uh, very important. Okay. So sustainable growth become very, very key uh, in order to, um, to, 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 uh, to, uh, to scale up. Yeah. So, so these are the four uh, challenges. You know? First, started with customer acquisition. Second, cash flow. And then once you, you know, this customer acquisition have cash, have a bit, then, you know, the employee retention. And then if the employee stay with you, uh, the, the, the next biggest challenge is to how to continuous, uh, continually uh, grow at the rate mm. that, uh, that, that is satisfying to, uh, you know, the, the aspiration of the uh, employees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so these are the four main uh, scaling up challenge. And um, yeah. How, how long was that period of growth? Uh, this, this period of struggling through customer acquisition and getting your cash flow stable and then uh, your team, your, your people development, people retention. How, how, how many years did that take? <laughs> I don't know what period. Few I, years? I, I wouldn't be able to put a, 
like timestamp on uh, when, but I guess this is an uh, ongoing process. Um, yeah, but how I sort of, uh, uh, sort of uh, transition from one stage to another, uh, it is through use, it, it is through leveraging on the, on the knowledge that I've learned uh, throughout my career uh, being mm. an entrepreneur. Um, so, um, as you were saying, you know, I started uh, uh, being coached by you. And before that, I was also, uh, you know, hire other coaches to sort of help me to understand, you know, the mechanics of business. Mm. When I used to work for a large enterprise, you know, in the large enterprise, really, uh, you only know how to do a very specialized part of the uh you 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 only you are only very specialized in a certain uh, certain area of the business, so you don't know many many things. So yeah. so when I first uh, start with uh, in in SRKK, a lot of things are. I mean, I I I, I didn't even see an invoice. Uh, I don't even know what is a DO. So so there are so many things that I don't know. So, so being able to uh, get some coaching was very important and uh, and it was uh, very helpful. So, I I feel you know give me a lot of uh, uh, learning on uh, how to do leads and you know conversion rate, how to improve mm. on the leads and conversion rates. Okay. And then, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. Then uh, the cash flow, yeah. I think uh, mastery of cash and all this, um, yeah. So. Tightening of uh, collection process, uh, measuring and all this, uh, and building the trusting uh, supplier relationship so that you know supplier allow us to have a longer time to pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so that 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 part is how we manage all these uh, cash flows, and uh, re employee retentions. I I spend quite a bit of time understanding this kind of uh, personality mastery of this personality like you know, PAEI or DISC yeah and then then you know through the coaching uh, um, experience you know I, I also learned a lot a lot about you know uh, creating a missions uh, core values yeah so so in not just to give everybody in the company a personality you know uh, in the company so so that's uh that's how yeah I I I work on this employee retention. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, would it be fair? Hmm? Would it be fair, Nifchin, I guess, to say that the growth or scaling up wasn't a straight line, but it mm. was like up down up down up down. But a general trend was going up But it wasn't like a smooth straight line kind of thing, right? Well, yeah. It's it's never straight line. It is always like um, um grow for two years stagnant for three years and then during the the time when when it's stagnant um then we have to find ways to, to 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 push the next growth yeah. so yeah so in my experience only really like growing two three years stagnant for two three years uh luckily it's not like uh, declining but stagnant and then then during the stagnations we have to find another ways to uh, uh to to grow Bring so the next level yeah so yeah so that's 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 why you know i often you know sometimes uh you know i i remember when i used to coach by you then after that i joined with stage then after that i pick up uh, this uh, scaling up uh methodologies and uh, scaling mm. up yeah so 
So yeah, just to sort of uh, help me to uh, feel the growth. Yeah. Okay. So your journey yep. has been a lot of learning and putting that, implementing what you learn, huh? Yeah, basically uh, I'm a book yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a book guy. So I just, uh, like in the last three, four years, uh, I pick up this book, Scaling Up, and then I just, just uh, implement everything that is in the Scaling Up from, you know, how we do a strategic business plan to how we uh, conduct our weekly, uh, the, the quarterly business review meeting to Monday meeting to Monday, uh, to weekly check-in mm. to daily harder meetings. Yes. And then to use of a labor efficiency ratio to measure the efficiency of the business and so on and so forth. So everything that the scaling up says, uh, we we try to use uh, to the fullest. Uh, mm. and, uh, and and basically that's, that's, that's me. Uh, I always uh, use, use the books to to run the business rather than because you know i have no experience of uh, doing business so all i have is to to learn from these experts uh. mm. okay yeah and and when i was under the action coach i you know i remember you give me the book from uh, Brad sugar and i i i mean i recovered to cover and i just try to use everything that i learned from there and from you and from larry lee before larry lee mm. was you know i attended larry lee's uh uh, 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 group coachings before I, I, okay. I sort of I you as my uh, one-to-one coach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. So you are one of those guys who is able to assimilate knowledge a lot from books written by good books written by good authors, and then mm. put them into implementation and execution. Huh? Uh, a lot yeah. of people can't bridge that. No. A lot of people can't bridge what they read and learn into execution. So you have the, I guess you have the tenacity, the, the, the skills to do that, uh, to implement what you read and put it into action and to structure it in a way that will fit your organization. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's, okay. I mean, the, maybe because I, I, I don't have wisdom, I'm not smart enough to, uh, <laughs> to, to invent it myself. So I just have to copy from uh, the expert. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're just being too humble, uh, you've seen. Uh, that's, that's true. Ah. It's really true. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Mm. So moving along, um, so you were telling us about how you scale up and so on. Um, how would you say, okay, what, what, what uh, you know, over the last 20 years, were there one or two, what do you call, standout milestones that you recall? And how important is the role of technology in your growth journey, you know? Uh, wait, the first part is the, you said, how I stand up, what do you mean? No, one or two milestones mm. that stand out over the twenty, the last twenty years in your in business. Oh, the standout milestone. I guess um, one of the major, uh, one of the major milestone that we sort of uh, um, we sort of uh, achieve was uh, to go on uh, to, to join the clock bandwagon at the very early stage. Mm. Um, we were always playing catching up. Um, um, we were always playing catching up, you know, uh, in the IT world. Um, uh, and, um, and we were never like, you know, uh, leading in any way or any, uh, anyhow. Uh, so, but, uh, but this, when, when Microsoft, uh, decided to go cloud. Uh, I remember I was in the, uh, I, I, I was uh, in uh, in this, uh, I think if, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, LA, uh, together with a friend, uh, with, with my colleagues. 
So we were, two, two of us were attending this Microsoft conference and, uh, and you know, after listening to uh, Steve Ballmer, we decided to, okay, let's, let's uh, jump all in with Microsoft to go count. Uh, so when we decided to do that, uh, and then we count, you know, we sort of uh, do some rough calculation of how this uh, subscription uh, business uh, will work out for us. Uh, so, 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 you know, after tabulating it, we realized that, wow, if we consistently acquire a lot of uh, uh, new account uh, over the years, you know, we will have a sizable, uh, we will accumulate a sizable uh, pool of uh, recurring business. Because so I think that was the yeah that was the um, defining uh, moment uh, defining years that was seven eight years ago and the good thing is I mean good thing for us uh, at that time uh, many of the very established uh, company like us uh, are uh, are not following what the Microsoft uh, is uh, sort of uh, preaching so everybody still uh, choose to do their uh, their. They are, they, are, they, are, they are old ways of, you know, selling a lot of big server, big software, you know, and uh, at a very high price. But we start to do very small projects, you know, uh, doing this subscription basis. Uh, every month, collect $8 from uh, every user. So, so while a lot of people, those very established ones, stay where they, where, where they are very good at, which we were trying to compete, but, you know, we were finding hard uh, this 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 cloud opportunity come allows us to sort of uh, uh, move away from these big big competitors and uh, and we sort of are able to chart our way, yeah. So so yeah. I think that's a that that is a good uh, defining moment for us. And I think after working very hard for two three years, uh, I think then we got a, a Malaysia Microsoft Cloud Partner of the Year or something to that effect. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so that I think that was a good uh, defining moment for us. Uh. Okay, okay, great, mm. excellent. Mm. So you took advantage of the moving to cloud as one of the early guys. Yeah. Then you managed to get yourself and become a partner of Microsoft. And that was a defining moment. Huh? Well, we have been a partner of Microsoft for years. It's just that, you know, we were just another one, uh, you know, another one partner who is, uh, who, who, who works hard and uh, who is, uh, uh, who is a reliable partner. Uh, but we were not in no way uh, like a, a leading partners. Yeah. So, okay. so, but, you know, being in the cloud is uh, make us like one of the blue eye boy uh, of Microsoft in those days. Ah, uh. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Tarek was still in Microsoft at the time in KL, right? Yeah. Yeah. And That's he, was, right. he was, I think, working very well with you guys. Yeah. Tarek was one of our uh, yeah, big supporters. Yeah, it's, it's because of Tariq that you know, you know, we get we get a lot of opportunities. Uh. yeah, it's through all these people, you know, in the industry that help us along. Yeah. Okay. Tariq is definitely one of them. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. Mm. So Lipsin, I understand you ventured into Singapore and Vietnam. Yeah. Um tell us about going overseas, uh, any any challenges there, or what oh. are the advantages and, and all that, and any plans well, to go beyond? Singapore. It's my natural choice. I mean, I <laughs> I go to Singapore. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So it is. Well, actually, I went to Singapore a long time ago in year two thousand and eight to start this business because I got an ERP project in one of the Singaporean company. Ah. At that time, it was quite a sizable uh, projects, and so so we yeah and 
but uh, but after that project, we didn't really spend a lot of effort. Uh, I just maintained one headcount uh, in Singapore, so didn't really do much. But it's also it's only in about uh, in uh, I think in about five or six years ago, where when uh, when one of my uh, Iranian staff in Malaysia, he volunteered to sort of uh, to be relocated to Singapore. So. So this Iranian uh, staff of mine, he's an uh, expert in SharePoint and uh, uh, digital flow. Ah. So, so because, uh, yeah, because he volunteered, so I sent him to Singapore and, and then, uh, then he's able to bring, bring this, uh, bring this, uh, this, this SharePoint uh, services to, uh, to some of these Singaporean clients quite well. Lah. So in the last three four years, you know, he's he he was he's able to build up that good uh, clientele with some of the uh, major uh, 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 some of this this government service uh, company like you know uh, National Gallery of Singapore, National Environmental Agencies, and uh, and some of these uh, NGOs. Uh, so we we are able to help them to build some uh, good uh, good apps uh, from SharePoint and from Nintex. Uh. So because of that, we also gained recognition from this uh, company called Nintex. Uh, we were awarded the, I think the Asia Pacific partner of Nintex uh, uh, two or three years in consecutive. Uh. Mm. So, yeah, so, so, yeah, so because of that, I think, yeah, because basically, you know, this business is all about expertise. Uh. Uh, it is not about me, but, you know, it's because of, you know, the guy that we have, they are really expert and uh, they are able to do a good job for the clients and, yep. and, 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 they, and, and sort of uh, continue to gain the trust of the clients to, uh, to uh, work with us. Uh. Okay, all right. Yep. So I hear that coming up a few times. Huh? So you talk about team development, people retention, making yep. sure they have a career path and all that. Yep. Obviously, leadership is very important. Mm. So tell me, how, how, did you, how do you attract people to join SRKK? And then how do you keep them? <laughs> well, um, you know, selling is quite easy, I guess. Uh, but uh, keep uh, being real with them, I think, is uh, more difficult. Uh, because when they join you, if you are not real, uh, then, you know, they will be gone. You know, as you know, people, people join the company because of vision, but left because of the manager. Yeah. So if you are not real, then, you know, very soon, you know, they will be out from your side. So, so what I, I guess, uh, uh, what, what, mm, the recipe, I guess, is uh, quite simple, you know, just be real, trust, be transparent, uh, and, uh, and uh, build the deep trust uh, between, you know, uh, be between mm. uh, the staff and, and ourselves, yeah. And I guess something that I do all the time is the, is practicing this this thing called the buck stops here. Mm. Uh, so if ever there's a problem that comes to me, you know, I will always find a way to resolve uh, rather than sort of point here and point there. Yeah. So so always uh, make sure the buck stops here. And and um, I always see myself my role as a dehazarding role rather than you know trying to uh, trying to you know do magics. So yeah. Sorry, is a what role? Dehazzling, so I'm. I always try to okay. Dehazzle, okay, and, okay. and you know, enable you know okay. people to be better. Yeah, yeah, rather than you know trying to make magics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so removing barriers and obstacles from people's path of generating or achieving results. Ah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Museum, giving them the necessary tools, creating the environment for them that's conducive and so on. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you hire the right people, they will be motivated themselves. They do, they don't need you to motivate them. Yeah. But they don't need you to uh, give them a lot of problems or give them a lot of hassle. You know, to <laughs> to, to to do what they want to do. So your job, ah, uh, or my job, become you know, uh, the key guy to help. Uh, dehassle, you know, all the obstacles along the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, like the word dehassle. Eh? So well, this is the words in... People uh, call empowering, la, empowering your team. Eh? You create, you take out the hassles from their day-to-day -day job so they have less friction, yeah. less, uh, less barriers. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, I think this word, I, 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 I get it from the scaling up. Eh? So ah, okay. I'm a big copier, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing original from me. It's okay, yeah. you copy what works, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I get is your leadership style is very authentic and also being very responsible. Like you say, mm. your, your motto is the buck stops here. Yeah. So, so you don't walk away from problems and just push them away or defer them. You mm. tackle them and you say, okay, this is a business to be solved. Let's see how we're going to solve it. Yeah. And, and we also, um, over time, we also built a career path, a very clear career path of uh, how a person uh, can join us as an intern to become a developers or engineers to become a consultants and even at the end to become a, a profit sharing partners. So mm. we have a clear, very clear defined uh, career path in the company from intern to developers or engineers to consultant to uh, profit sharing partners. Okay. So and 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 uh, uh, they they do not just see the path, but they also see that you know what it takes uh, to grow from one level to the next. You know, as in you know, uh, what do they have to achieve? Uh, mm. What 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 books do they need to read? Uh, what uh, course they do they do they need to attend? So so I have uh, a, a table that's that's very clearly defined. You know, this different career path and what they need to do. In order to achieve to become a, a profit sharing partners. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So and it sounds like it sounds like you have a well-defined structured uh, career path program or whatever you call it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. engineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm an engineer by training, though I don't yes, do yes. a lot of engineering work, but yeah, but I I'm still yes. very much an engineer at heart. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm hearing uh Libsyn, is you probably spend quite a big chunk of your time on people, on your team, mm. leading your team and making sure that they gel well as a team, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I spend all my time there because like I told you, I don't do sales, I don't do technical, I don't know what else I do if yes, I yes, don't yes. do this. Yeah. Yes. And you yeah I, remember, I remember Action Coach, uh, you teach us uh, on, on the business and in the business. I take that very seriously. Yes, yes. I decided to not be in the business, but you know, to be on the business, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And also I talked about the virtuous cycle of business, no? Mm. And the virtuous cycle being, I mean, this is now being preached by Jack Ma and Richard Branson and all that. Mm. So basically it says as the, as the owner of the business, your focus should be to build a team. Because once you build a team, the team will build the customers, bring the customers and bring better customers and bring customers, customers to bring other customers. Mm. The customers will lead to more business and then the business will reward you, you know? Yep. So the first focus, your first primary objective is really to build a team rather than worry about the customers or stakeholders or shareholders and all that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and that was the so when people ask me what is my uh, objective uh, or you know uh, the company objective, my I always tell people that you know my first objective is to make sure the people uh, uh, the people do well. The second objective is then you know the uh, customer is taken care of, then the business will come. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So how do you how do you make sure that uh, the performance standards are there? You know, and, and at the same time, you know, so so you're setting up obviously stretch goals and targets for your team all the time, empowering them. Yeah. But but how do you how do you make sure that uh, the loyalty is there and you know they are, they they work and perform without being sort of stressed out or what do you call burnt out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. I guess uh, I'm thankful that I have a team of very uh, dedicated uh, mm, uh, this what you call Middle it management. Well, yeah, C my 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 next layer like my next line. C level. Yeah, my C level, my directors. Yeah, so I have a a, a team of about eleven uh, wow. uh, in the leadership teams, and so. This be this 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 team of eleven people has been with me for like uh, 10, 20 years. So wow. we work together very well, and uh, so um, yeah. So I <laughs> because I don't do uh, all this operation work, so I you know basically these 10, 11 people will you know do all this execution uh, uh, on behalf of me. So what what I do is basically just to. Uh, uh, dream and then just to make sure what I dream uh, is communicated and then uh, it is being see through uh, in the execution. <laughs> okay, sounds easy, but I'm sure it's not. <laughs> well, it's it's not really easy. You are right. Actually, it yeah. takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of uh, stamina to uh, to to coach and to uh, to see through things uh, uh, yes, because yes. you know as much you know when you dream, it sounds like you know it's. It, it looks like so easy, yeah. Uh, but actually, when you're trying to communicate to people, people cannot see what you see, and uh, so it takes a lot of effort and communication, uh, yeah, uh, breath uh, to 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 help people understand uh, what yeah, is your thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So before we open up for questions from the participants, um, any one or two words of advice for people who are aspiring to grow their business and scale up and all that? <laughs> well. Um, my advice, actually, actually, I always think that um, uh, reading books and uh, learning from all these uh, big gurus uh, uh, will benefit all businessmen uh, hell a lot, a lot. Lah. So having that kind of self-motivation to go and uh, learn <laughs> from all these big gurus uh, will be a, a, a big uh, success factor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I All think. Right. Mm. Other than Vern Hanish, any other authors you would recommend? Uh, Jim Collins is very good. Yes. Yeah. Now, actually, this year, so in the last few years, I have been choosing a book, uh, as a book read, as a yearbook uh, for the company. So, like, uh, this year, um, it is this uh, two books by Jim Collins, uh, Great by Choice and Good to Great. Last year, I get everybody to read Ultimate Sales Machine by a church home. And uh, yeah, the year before, I think it was uh, Scaling Up or something. Yeah. 
Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, in the last three, four years, I've been uh, choosing books to get all my guys to read. And uh, I think having that kind of exercise actually helped to raise the awareness of strategy thinking uh, in the company. Yep. Great. That, that creates a certain learning culture as well. Huh? Very much. And, yes. and then everyone is talking the same language because you're using the same uh, resource, the same material. Yes, okay. absolutely. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I really appreciate uh, when I when I learn from this action coach and uh, all this uh, same lingo thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So thanks a lot for your uh, inputs. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Jane. Yeah. And, and we're now going to go to the uh, Q and A part. Uh, 